Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of From the South with Love. We are back. Yes, I've never left, right? even though we, we left for a minute. It's been quite the hiatus. You know, the world has changed. You know, there's uh, there's a new president, even though the old president has locked himself in the White House and won't leave. Uh, but uh, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I don't see it. I, I don't see him leaving. What, what's he now? They have conceded anything yet. Um, nah. this, this might be one of those uh, knockdown, drag out. Uh, you know, let me let me keep fouling at the uh, end of the clock. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> keep sending you it's to the like line. It's like when you down by 20 in a basketball <laughs> game, but they keep on filing at the end, like that's going to change anything. Oh, Instead yeah. of just let, just you know, being a gentleman and a fair sport and let you know letting them uh, run the clock out. <laughs> it, it's, it's coming. It, it's, I, I see it going all the way to the Supreme Court. I see this thing going, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, bro, what the fuck? Oh wow! No, I, I'm sorry, that was a live reaction to the bullshit that the Raiders just did, like trying to win the game at the end and failing. So now it's going to overtime. Um, yeah, man, it, it's um, it, it, it's wild, bro. Um, I think uh, you know this. We, we have not spoken since the election, uh, November, uh, like in November the third, man. That was a crazy time in this country, man. I was just watching it. Well, have you ever seen an election take that long? But like, even like not even just like the aftermath, but like the the, the actual shit. Like everything was just slowed the fuck down all of a sudden. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody, every, every other state counted their shit with five. And five states was just like, it's going to take us all night to do this shit, brother. Like, what the fuck are no, these in some states were like, we're going to count it when we count it. <laughs> <laughs> so be patient. Hey, what the fuck? Hey, bro, that shit took forever, bro. Like, it was like a whole other day. A whole other day went by. Shit was just like, okay, well, hey, you know, let's, uh, Another batch has been dropped. Like, 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 what the fuck is this shit? Like, this shit is taking forever, bro. So, I don't know, man. I think it was pretty clearly some foul shit, but I think at the end of the day, all these elections are our finesse games anyway. Like, who finesses the best? You know what I mean? At the end of the day, look like these motherfuckers have pulled off their finesse. And and then, and it, it is, it just kind of just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I remember those Democrats, you know, basically arguing the whole 2016 shit, you know, it was Russia. And then before that, you know what I'm saying? I remember we had all the shit. Um, you know, with, with the previous, like, bro, it, all the way back to the Bush shit. The Bush shit was probably the last time you see some shit take this long. Mm-hmm. The shit between Bush and Bush and Gore. Um, but I think this shit was even longer than that. I, I, I'm just like, bro, like I, I was. Uh, it, it was like one of them, one of them entertaining uh, back and forth, man. But hey, I think right now, man, we just gotta realize at the end of the day, both of these sides are not for us, and. You know, at the end of the day, man, like we gotta just kind of make this move to just really realize, like both both of these both of these parties are they're trying to literally do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Trump was pushing the lockdown shit, just like Democrats pushing the lockdown shit. Both sides are trying to vaccinate the shit out of you. Um, and I think it's just kind of one of those things we gotta realize. Stop trying to you know jump to these sides and really start looking at each other. You know, being being being. Um, you know, uh, communal in that in that sense. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, basically, you know, fighting for ourselves, man, and, and, and realizing that these motherfuckers in these offices, they they not fighting for you. Yeah, I mean, it's a common common well, you know, common sense is not always common, but um, it's a common thought that that politics is just a big popular contest. You know, they they uh, 
you know, they prepare kids from an early age running for class president or line leader or whatever the fuck. Uh, and, you know, at the end of the day, what you do with your life is not going to totally be affected by who you choose as your leader. I mean, it'll make things easier if you have the right leader, but, but you know, when you wake up, you open your eyes, you go to work, you, you make your money, you spend your money, you do whatever choices you decide. Who is your president? Who is your party affiliation? Doesn't affect it. And right now, you know, with these politics in 2020, is starting to look real gangish, you know? You know, it's real left side, right side. What side are you throwing up? Oh, you on the other side? I don't like you. I don't fuck with you. And it's like, when people don't realize that all of these, all of these things, it's pretty much it's like, it's like the same, it's like two competing beers, mm-hmm. realizing, uh, pulling off the label and realizing they're the same product. Yeah. It's like, oh, now nah, I like this beer. Now nah, I like this beer. You pull off the label, they're both, you know, you know, rat piss or some shit. You know, it's like, like we both drinking the same thing. So it's like, I just don't understand the politics. So, you know, congrats to one side. I mean, it's more open to the world now that we have a new president. You know, the world will stop looking at us less less than a joke. When you travel out, you know, I've I've been out. People really uh, didn't fuck with Trump. And Trump had us looking like, you know, Americans already had a bad rep. But it even made it worse when you, you uh, elect a, a celebrity as your president. Yeah. You know, he had this basically a, um, I guess this is a, it, he has what is kind of a, um, I don't know, I don't know if the word is uh, nationalist, but he was an isolationist president, basically trying to keep everything America and all about America in, in America. Um, I, I, I get that whole premise, but like, you know, globally, you have the other side of this is basically pushing globalism, right? Everything is, is global. Everybody, you know, it's one world, one issue. Maybe, you know, they're trying to push towards one government. You know, that's, you know, what a lot of this Agenda 2030 stuff is, is all about. But I think, you know, it, those opposing uh, viewpoints, you know, really kind of came to a fever pitch in, in 2020, man. And we kind of seeing, you know, like this globalist regime kind of versus these isolationist nations. And, you know, it, it, it is um, it is very interesting to see it unfold because America, you know, in a lot of ways is more of a, a dog and pony show where, you know, it seems as if. You know, things are going a certain way, but it, it really is all for entertainment uh, just because, you know, at the end of the day, we know that you know, this is a corporation. And, you know, corporations, um, you know, sometimes when they are absorbed by a conglomerate, you know, what I mean, like sometimes, you know, they, it, it makes it seem like, oh, this, this company is operating how it used to operate. You know what I'm saying? Like it, nobody owns it, but you, you will be surprised. Like, oh, shit, you know, somebody else owned BT. I didn't know that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, but like they just let BT just continue to do what it's doing. You know, it's still entertaining and still making this seem like it's its own thing. It really has been absorbed by something else. Um, and you know, it's kind of just like a, a puppet show. Um, you know, to kind of entertain and kind of appease the masses and just kind of just fool them into you know thinking that this reality is is really what's going on. Really, it's, it's something completely different, and they're just kind of lulling you to sleep 
and to implement something else. Um, and and that, that's kind of what happened. That's kind of what's been happening all year. Um, and, you know, you have, you know, Trump with his Operation Warp Speed, you know what I mean? Like, oh, man, you know, I'm against all this shit. But really, I guess I am for it because I'm, I'm still, you know, purchasing, you know, spending billions of dollars on, 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 on these vaccines and then trying to rush them out. You know what I mean? But, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, at the same time, act as if I'm fighting against Bill Gates and trying to act like I'm fighting against, you know what I'm saying, uh, Tony Fauci and all this kind of shit. Like, oh, y'all are y'all, y'all are linking up. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all not taking the RFK meeting. Y'all, y'all pushing those people out to the side. Y'all, y'all are just, you know, you, basically, you know, Trump and, you know, all, all these Republicans, you know, are making it seem as if they're, you know, one way, you know what I'm saying? But really, at the end of the day, you know, they're a they big problem, too. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's taking this everybody's take yeah, big problem. Right? Yeah, they're all Disney. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. All you know Disney. Like, like we watching this, this Thursday night football game on Fox, which is owned by Disney. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 <laughs> It's insane, bro. They 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 really kind of spooled out here, man. Uh, but you know, I, I don't know how this is. I, I do think it's going to continue. You know, the entertainment will continue. Um, you know, but I'm seeing you're seeing you know Trump basically having uh, these Republicans turn on him, like the, the Brian Kemp's, the Kelly Loeffler's, the David Perdue. They're kind of just trying to separate themselves from him to try to save you know their own, I guess, political um, political uh, you know agendas. So, you know, he's kind of left out here on this island. They're like, well, shit, look him. And then you got the Democrats, you know what I'm saying? You got like these, um, you know, I guess Biden is getting his whole shit in order. You know what I'm saying? His whole, um, you know, his whole cabinet together, you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, we know at the end of the day what they objected is, you know, Biden probably won't even make it to, you know, next summer. You know what I'm saying? Kamala's going to be in there. How, how quick? You know what I'm saying? That was basically, <laughs> the, the Biden is barely competent enough to get through this election. I'm surprised he survived. Like, like I don't understand how this man, maybe the, this man did how many debates, but he did like... <laughs> I'm gonna do this one interview with Cardi. I'm gonna do this one interview with goddamn uh well Charlemagne. I'm not, I'm not taking any difficult questions. <laughs> like it's like leave, leave that shit somewhere else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it, right. it, it, it was the same, man. Just watching like the two oldest people oldest two oldest possible candidates you could possibly find, you know, out here, you know, having having this, you know, um imaginary slugfest with one another and it it, it is just it's, it's insanity, man. Um so I don't know. I think, you know, that, it just bring that point back full circle, man. I just feel like, you know, we kind of got to, you know, unite as a people, man, and just realize, you know, some of these things that are going on, you know what I'm saying? Um, and just, just really be on the lookout, man. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, man, we gotta, we gotta, you know, be for, be for ourselves. Cause we can't keep looking for these politicians to save us and get, keep looking for, you know what I mean? Um, you know, I think yeah, it's a lot of imaginary, uh, you know, uh, assumptions being made about, what both parties are doing. You know, people, I guess the people, some of the Democrats out here fight for the justice of black people for some reason. They're, they fight for equality. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, radical left. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, you know, right wing, right, I don't know. Well, I mean, these right wings, I mean, they, they, got, they, they got their own delusions. They think, you know, Trump is about to save the world. You know what I'm saying? They think, like, oh, man, you know, Trump's working behind the scenes, and, you know what I'm saying, he, he's, he's going he's gonna to take care of all the, all the evils of, of the Democratic Party and all this kind of shit. And, like, he's fighting against these people. And, uh, this man's not a superhero, bro. He's not doing this shit. You know what I mean? Like, like neither, like, it's, it's like these. Um, no one can save you. <laughs> nobody can save you. Exactly. No one can save you. I mean, that's, that's the, the, uh, the big thing about it all. You know, but everybody has something that they have to have something to believe in. So, you know, there'll be some black people that lean towards the left. Yeah, um, most. You know, yeah, so. 
that's the black thing to do, man. You know, like I'm telling you, man, like I, I feel like getting people in, in the middle is is impossible. I feel like it's easy. I don't know. It, it's damn impossible getting getting black people to, to lead the Democratic Party, man. Because I mean, that shit is so ingrained in us for generations. I think that was Lyndon B. Johnson said, "I've had these niggas voting Democrat for 20 years." I think we still got another what 150. So this is probably gonna be a, a while uh, uh, before we shake that. But man, I think you know. Till we can get together, man. I, I, I continue to go back to the shit Cube was talking about because everybody wanted to jump down the throat, you know, continue to, you know, uh, you know, basically stand within that line of thought, man. Until we, you know, basically hold these people accountable, they don't deserve what they want to do. You know what I'm saying? If somebody's fucking up your order, they're not going to, you know, it's all of a sudden, you know, oh, yeah, we'll fix this order. Like, no, maybe the order's fucked up. You just going to eat the shit. Like, no, like, you have to speak the fuck up and tell them to, to bring your, bring you a new play out, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just keep letting these motherfuckers slide and like, ah, well, you know how it is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, people in other countries will, will stand in the middle of a fucking street, you know what I'm saying, in the face of a, a missile or some shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, fuck that, fuck y'all, we don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? These people, right. they, they, they give a damn, these other, they, they trill the motherfuckers. I mean, and, and it's just a lot of pussy shit now in America, but we will be like, damn, that's crazy. They really about to do this, huh? Yeah, I guess we'll let this happen. We'll let this happen. Like, we just let everything slide right here. Just turn the channel. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me go blow my phone. Scroll over something to fuck else. Everybody's so comfortable. You know what I mean? So, I don't know, bro. This shit is Yeah. Happening. It's like, what What does it really work? What's, what is it really worth to you? Because, you know, the other countries, they don't like their leader. They will overthrow them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, it's like, so, it's like... Have we have we uh, set these systems in place to prevent that, or are we just you know, is it just like a severe form of of country Stockholm syndrome? <laughs> I mean that that is an excellent point. Um, I, I think I think you're on something there, man. I I don't, I don't know what um I don't know what the future holds, man. But uh, you know, either way, man, this this next year, this 2021. We're about to see a lot of a lot of different things uh, happening, man. Because I, I think you know the, the impact of 2020 will be felt for quite some time. That's true. It was a very shifting uh, um, end of a decade. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, 2020 is the end of the decade. Now, 2021 is the start of a new decade. People fail to realize that last year. It's a paradigm shift. Yeah, like, like so, um, you know, things are about to be different. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of businesses went under. A lot of businesses that are like staples in America didn't have are, are, are gone. You know, what I mean, I, I, potentially forever. So, you know, a lot of the ways that we live life are, are going to be changed. And you know, I'm just very, uh, very interested to see how this how this moves forward. Man, I'm just hoping for the best. You know, what I'm saying I'm not like a person who uh, just, just thinks everything is going to be terrible forever. I mean, it, it is very possible, but I mean, I, I do. You know, want to leave some room for optimism that people can kind of start standing up, man. Because I'm telling you, man, this, this, we're seeing the, the the things that we put in place for, you know, what we've kind of been predicting all this time, which is, you know, obviously, you know, these rollouts coming. You know what I'm saying? Like every everything is it is being pushed out here. You know what I'm saying? It, it was warp speeded to us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, based off of these, uh, based off of these initiatives that that were put forth. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know. White House in concert with, you know, uh, you know, big tech, big pharma, everybody conspiring, um, you know, for the same uh, globalist agenda that, you know, it, it, everybody wants to pretend like somebody is fighting against, but literally nobody's fighting against it. Um, so, you know, I mean, I mean, and, and I, I think it's just, it's, it's crazy, man, just, just looking at, you know, where we are today. Um, 
man, like, but versus where we were last December, I don't think a lot of people was expecting us to be right up here, bro. No, no. Um, last December, they was they was just ready to to you know for the new year. You know, and new experiences. Now it's like people are ready for the new year because they think it's magically going to change everything, like always. But, you know, this year of show is really humble people. There's a lot of people that's out of work. There's a lot of people who who are, you know, practically going to get kicked out of their houses. And it's like, it's, it's scary times. And, you know, I can understand some people trying to lean heavy on policies because they control the money and you kind of, you know, just like a, a, a pet when, you know, who's, who gets fed every day. Uh, they, they want to, uh, they want to make sure that they, you know, stay close to the money. And that's why everybody's paying attention because they feel like they're going to get another stimulus check, even though, you know, it, you know, it's, it's like, uh, it's like uh, you you ever seen I'm gonna get you sucker? Yes, Classic. and most famous scene. Uh, I think it was like Chris Rock's like first movie screen, you know, where he he asked for a rib, <laughs> one, rib. one rib, and you know he think he's like a slab. Slab is like usually three or four you know pieces of ribs, and he was like, no, I just want one individual rib. And then, you know, it, he, he keeps on breaking it down. He wants, you know, a cup, something to drink. And, you know, it's too much to him. So he just wants, you know, uh, Isaac Hayes to pour the drink into his head. And he'll sip it for 25 cents. Uh, it's just like, that's America. And then at the end, when he, you know, he asked him if he if he got changed for a hundred after you pick, he uh pulled out probably thousands of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, man! That, that, that's a, that movie got so many uh, gems. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a deep movie. If y'all get a chance, watch. I'm gonna get you sucker. It's a spoof movie, but you know, that's one of the Wayne's brothers. You know, you know, uh, was. Was led by uh, Keenan Ivory, so he he he's a smart brother with his uh, his writing, him and Damon. Until you know Marlon and Sean started, and you know we got the scary movies and stuff, and those aren't that deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they, they ain't that deep, but uh, you know they, they got some skills, man. I think Marlon got it. Uh, I think well, I think he actually had a show recently as a young, but it's still going now. Uh, I think they might have put it. I think it's on Netflix now. But I don't think they. But yeah, man, you know, he do his own thing, man. And I think he's, you know, I think it's, you know, he's, he's been pretty consistent. Um, he, I'm going on a tangent, but yeah, <laughs> uh, about, about the Wayne brothers. But yeah, man, I think, man, you're absolutely right, man. It's, uh, it, it, it's just wild, man, watching this, uh, watching this thing unfold, man. I, I don't know, um, you know, where, where we're going to go from here, but you know, it is, um, it's interesting, man. I don't think nobody predicted it, man. I, I, I you know, and I was saying, you know, except for Bill Gates, you know what I'm saying, with his Event 21 uh, simulation that, that, that was done last year. And I think that was one of the weirdest things that I, I looked at, uh, just seeing that he was basically predicting this shit and that, you know, like, I'm, 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 it's, it's very weird. And then, like, I, you see a picture of him with the books, 
right? And then he's like sitting there with the books, and one of the books is uh, this book called How to Lie with Statistics. Like, like, like you're literally trolling us, right? <laughs> like, like, I mean, we, we, we go, obviously, we, we take that a number of ways, but, you know, primarily the fact that, you know, this, this whole thing uh, that we're dealing with, you know, I don't know if I can say that word because it might get caught in the algorithm, but, you know, this whole uh, situation that the world uh, and, and more, most, and more, uh, you know, I guess pointedly, America seems to be dealing with more than anybody um, has a 99.6 recovery rate. But the, 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 the weird thing about it is, you know, obviously it can afflict you, you know, it can do a, a lot of this damage. But oh my God, America's getting hit so bad, like we have to realize how the body works, okay? And then we have to realize, you know, how the immune system works. You also got to realize, you know, how America works. And one of the things that is notorious with America is we have the shittiest health of pretty much any country. So obviously, something that you know thrives in weakened immune systems is going to probably thrive a little more here than it would somewhere else. And you know, you combine something like that um, with you know testing that is you know very much uh, misrepresented in, in how it is uh, how it is being propagated. Um, you know, these tests are made to pick up antibodies, which you know essentially are uh, you know fighting off of any type of bacteria or any type of viral uh, particle that it, it deems to be a threat. You know, that's what our immune system does. It fights it off. Um, and even if everybody successfully fights it off like it's supposed to, you know, you know, go ahead and, and get it up out of there, your body's developed antibodies. So, and, 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 and those antibodies are going to be picked up by these tests. And these aren't just antibodies for COVID. These are, I'm sorry, they can't say the word. Um, these are antibodies for the COVID. These are Antibodies that can be picked up for the common cold. Antibodies that can be picked up for fighting off the flu. You know, the, that, remember that thing, the flu that you know that the, the numbers are just so down this year. That nobody has the flu this year. Um, you know, man, like like literally nobody has it. But you know, we, we don't we don't want to go, um, you know, down that road. You know, it, it's, yeah. it's totally it's totally not the flu. Um, but you know, it, it's just crazy, man. Um, you know, just seeing how these uh, cases are sensationalized by these tests. Like it, it just you can you can justify. Any amount of panic and any type of, uh, you know, any type of, you know, chaos and, and any type of, and incite all this mania, uh, with these, with all these, all this reporting of all these quote unquote cases is just unbelievable. There's no disease or no viral infection that we have, we have seen that has been reported in this way. It, it is just unbelievable the way it is being sensationalized in order to fear monger the public into literally accepting a vaccine that is being Basically developed in eight months. How do you feed a vaccine in eight months that you can? How do you test for long term long term side effects? How do you how do you, you tell something? How, how many times so, you guarantee? So so, uh, so uh, just a little insight on that. Um, yeah. Uh, apparently, what they what they're doing with the vaccine is because you know uh, the uh, what's that. What's the the uh, novel coronavirus, whatever the full name of it is? Um, it's a form of you know of SARS, you know, or a cousin of it, or whatever. So they took the SARS vaccine and they pretty much tried to they they're pretty much remixing it, uh, and you know, hoping for the best. That's why. That's why they did it so quickly because they kind of used that as the base, and then you know uh, did uh, whatever they needed to do to do it. But my only problem with that is like, um, yeah, it may work, 
but no one can beat skepticism. And there's too many people that are skeptic about it. And the only reason, only way it will work is if everybody takes it and everybody's not going to take it. And, um, and the problem with everybody taking it is because you, you just don't know the long-term effects. It can, everybody can be fine. And then maybe two generations, there is a gene in there that, you know, makes everybody sterile. And that's how, you know, dystopian sci-fi movies start. <laughs> you know, where everybody taking, you know, the cure to something and it end up making some type of super shit that is going to wipe up all humans. Man. So, because, you know, the world's going to, you know, the world, most of the world's going to take this vaccine. That's, you know. That's, yeah. So, it's just like... Whatever ramifications is what's gonna happen uh when it happens. So Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's, it's crazy, man. I mean, you, you think about like how they're how they're rolling this thing out and, and how they basically have you know basically prepared us mentally um, you know, to accept it. And and I think, you know, it's 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 wild, man, you know, because you talked about how, you know, they basically mutated um, you know, SARS, you know, the way they basically cooked up uh, you know, this whole thing, um, you know, in Wuhan. And a lot, a lot of that was funded by Tony Fauci, uh, by the way. So, and, and, you know, I think, you know, realizing that, you know, a guy like Tony Fauci was funding, you know, literal virus manipulation in Wuhan all, all this time, um, and seeing those dots connect to, you know, Bill Gates, who's obviously such a, you know, such a health expert, um, all of a sudden, um, and, you know, who's, who's so heavily invested in, in, in vaccination just across the map. I mean, like, literally, I mean, you go to the Melinda uh, Gates and Bill Gates Foundation, and you see how heavily they're invested in, in this and how he's been talking about this for years. And I think, you know, just bringing those things together um, and, and, and really, uh, you know, kind of trying to piece that puzzle, um, you know, it, it, it's not um, it's not difficult to see, uh, you know, how, how we got here. But, you know, I think, you know, just trying to look at this from a logical standpoint, a lot of people are saying they're not going to take it. Um, and a lot of people are saying, you know, hey man, you know, I'm, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, they, 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 they take that shit somewhere else. But they go like, what, what happens when your job take that shit? You gotta, you gotta take this, you gotta take this right. experimental, experimental drug, you know, they just took the, you know, what, what happens when, you know, the airports are saying this? Oh, I got, I got a jet set. I got to fly to see the world. You know what I'm saying? What happens when, you know, cause that's what happened with these, with these masks that make no sense, that they have no scientific back. People, everybody's wearing them, right? Everybody's complying because they have to. So what, where, where are you going to be at? You know, when, when you're forced to comply in order to, you know, fit in with society, which is what you have to do with this mask now, what, what, what is going to happen? You have to vaccinate yourself, vaccinate your kids with experimental drugs, you know, an mRNA vaccine, which is, you know, what this is, things that have not been on the market. You know, you look at Moderna, you look at Pfizer, the people who are, who are pushing these out, you look at their history of lawsuits that they've been that they've been involved in. Even Johnson & Johnson is, is, is one of the, is literally like the, the third most uh, talked about vaccine that was being pushed. And they and everybody knows about, you know, the, the, the lawsuits they, they recently been in. So you have these three companies who are on this race for money, and, you know, getting funded by the billions to do this. You know, obviously, you know, that's another big fueling factor of this. I mean, you think about the money involved versus the money involved with just telling people that, hey, you know, maybe you should live your life a little healthier. Maybe you should, you know, maybe you should think about, you know, Maybe eating a little better. Maybe you should think about, you know, strengthening your immune system. What politician have we heard say anything about immune system? Not one person. You would not see anybody talk about their immune system on any television because there's no money in that. And, and politicians are basically puppets for corporations. So that's who 
you know, controls the partition. The partition is the puppet or whatever corporations in their pocket. So these corporations are trying to make money, so they put this puppet in front of you to figure out how can we all get paid. And, you know, we, we see that, you know, your health is, we've seen that, you know, hey, our health is being monetized over the years. We, we, we've known this. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, as, many, as much as black people want to say, I hate the doctor, I ain't trying to do this, I'm trying to, you know, they, they're just trying to get, you know, they, 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 they try to, you know, scratch the tip of the iceberg. But at the end of the day, we just succumb to the shit. We're like, all right, I guess I'll do this. I guess I'll do that. And before you know it, we got generational problems. This generation, you know, after, after the, you know, RFK interview, uh, I saw, uh, uh, probably this is probably a, a few weeks ago, man. But like, he, he, I, I was very impressed by how the, the statistics that he laid out, mainly talking about how much more autoimmune disease this generation has than the previous one. You know, those vaccinations really began, in, uh, you know, obviously pushing these a lot of these child vaccinations in 1989. We're seeing the effects that our generation has had, as opposed to a lot of these ailments that our, the previous generations just did not have. Like these are. All these new ailments that are, that are being, um, and then they have to make a whole vaccination court just to justify, just to you know litigate all of these different cases that come through. Like you literally have a vaccination court, basically there to handle all the problems that happen as a result of these vaccines and, and settle with these families, you know, paying them. You know what I'm saying? So they will leave them the fuck alone. Like this is what we do. These companies aren't even liable. For the vaccines that they're pushing out, Moderna isn't liable, Pfizer isn't liable, Johnson Johnson aren't going to be liable for this vaccine that they give to you. You're going to have to take that up with the federal government. Now, that might sound like a walk in the park to somebody who just, you know, just is just not really thinking about this shit. But literally, if you have an adverse reaction, you got to take it up with the federal government. Good luck fighting those niggas. Good luck with that shit. Um, you know, so I mean, I think you know, just seeing you know some of this stuff that was was you know basically put out there, you know, by these whistleblowers. Um, you know, who are working for these companies, a lot of people who were leaving, you know, based on their moral, you know, moral compass, they're saying, hey, I'm not, I'm not fucking with this, put this shit that y'all putting in here. Um, it's, it's just crazy, man. Um, and I just know we're, you know, we're going to be marching into it. And I just don't know what people are going to do and how a lot of these uh, people who are so big and bad are, are going to react um, when they are faced with these tough decisions. I mean, are you going to not, are you going to homeschool your child? Because if you're not going to, you know, want to get them vaccinated with this, with this brand thing. Cause I'm telling you, it's coming. They don't, everybody's going to require this because everybody's going to be so damn scared of this thing that's allegedly, you know, taking everybody out, you know? So, um, I, I just think, you know, we got to really, you know, think about that. You know what I'm saying? Think about like, what, what are, what are, what is everybody going to do? Is everybody just going to get this thing? Cause a lot of people are talking big like they not. Um, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, like at the end of the day, are you, are you going to fight for real? Or are you just going to just like play fight thing? Anybody standing up? When's the last time you've yeah. seen the people stand up to, to, to tyranny? And this is basically what we're in. We're in medical tyranny. This would be medical enslavement for the most part. I mean, because I mean, what happens when all these, you have, start having adverse reactions and then you're going to be, depending on who you ask, going to be walking right back to the doctor. Talking about, I need help with this. And then I'm, I'm having, you know, complications as a result of this. That, that that is literally the joke. It's a it's a constant circle. It's a constant cycle that they got us in. Um, as as we continue to just you know go right back you know to these people who are you know literally you know trying to you know like we said monetize your health and keep you in this you know I guess medical hamster wheel where you're just constantly spinning, just constantly trying to reach this cheese that your ass is never going to get. Yeah, that's 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 true. You see how they treat old people, just popping them with pills and. You know, constant. You know, you know our 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 elders. You know, there's no reason why they should be going to the doctor. You know, three times a week. 
Um, you know, and getting chock full of pills and there's it you know half of the time it's like when when you deal with the government, that is they're a legal drug dealer. Um I mean nothing's gonna happen with them if like everybody grows a, a third nipple or something from the vaccine. Because you gotta think back with the war on drugs, uh, the government caused the war on drugs, and then in in itself uh, was the ones that chose to go against it. So it's like when you uh, set the fire to a house, and then you're the firefighter that uh, puts out the fire. You know, it's kind of productive. So it's like, it, yeah, it's just kind of productive because really what it is, because uh, with the small country like New Zealand and it's some other country that like 100%, you know, good to go without a vaccine. What it is, is just like they focused on, you know, making sure that that everybody's good. You know, uh, the thing, the problem with America is too much fear mongering. Everybody got something, something to go for. You know, uh, either they'll make more money by scaring people, or they'll make more money by uh, selling them the cure. You know, they don't want to just just help people for the sake of helping them, so everybody can go back to normal. It had to be, how do I come up even more than I, I, I did before the start of this? Yeah. Yeah. It is a come up, you know. Um, you know, I mean, I think, um, I mean, just looking at it, I mean, like, I don't understand, you know, how we can have, you know, uh, a world that is basically so mentally sedated that, you know, we just allow you know, things to just continue to go on. Um, you know, I mean, how <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like almost, you know, it's almost really, um, it's, it's, it's kind of sad when you think about, you know, just how little research that, you know, people really do in these things and how much we just get our information from, you know, mainstream news outlets that are all working as a part of this machine to essentially get you to, you know, be okay with everything. You know, they want you, they want you low to sleep. You know, if you're not looking at the TV, they want you looking at your phone. They want you looking at your social media, looking at following these influencers, following these goddamn blue checks and all these people. Um, you know, and if, and if you're not listening to that, they want you to listen to these, these same old people who they have put in place to basically make you feel like, hey, everything is going a certain way. Everything is fine. Um, when in reality, it, it, it really isn't. At the end of the day, like you said, everybody is being pumped full of drugs. We are the most medicated country on earth. And it's not even close. There is a drug for everything. Everybody and their mama is on hella prescription. Like everybody, like you got pharmacies, you know, are more prevalent in your community than a goddamn corner store at this point. I mean, I mean, the, the CVS isn't the corner store now. <laughs> like, like I mean, like this shit took over everybody's damn community. Like, it is, like they put this shit right here, you know. And there ain't nobody who apparently don't need some medicine. Like everybody and they fucking mama, you know, we we all we all on this shit. You know what I mean? We all lining up. Everybody got a CVS membership. 
everybody got a Walgreens membership. You know, they got your, you know, they got your phone number. You know, what I'm saying you type it in. You know, what I'm saying get this long gas receipt full of shit. Um, all these alleged coupons and all this kind of stuff. Uh, everybody is is in is, is in that matrix. You know what I mean? And it's just like it's 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 really um it's really by design. You know what I mean? Like they really want yeah. us controlled in that way. And us, that, that's why this this medical enslavement it, it really is a real thing. And I think people don't realize just how compromised our health has become. So many things that we are dealing with, our grandparents weren't dealing with, our great grandparents weren't dealing with. I was talking to um this is uh man I was talking to uh. uh gentleman uh, this is probably a couple weeks back and you're just talking about look man you know people like listen we are not dealing with a lot like a lot of shit we're seeing now people don't people did not have these ailments back in the day you know what i'm saying like people didn't have all this autoimmune stuff that we're seeing now you know what i mean and i mean i think you know we're combining that um and we're, we're, we're realizing that you know most of this stuff you know is it's coming from the things that we are doing to our body you know it's coming from environmental reasons, coming from diet, it's, it's coming from poisons that we're putting in ourselves by way of a lot of these medications and a lot of a lot of this stuff, but it's just supposed to be put in place to help you. Is is it, being weaponized against you? You know what I mean? And, and now you know we look into you know we look into these vaccines. We're like okay, what, what what are in them? You know what what is in you know this COVID vaccine? And then, uh oh, can't say the word. I can beat that. But you know, you think about it, man. Like I mean, if you see you know somebody saying you know coming out and saying, hey, I'm a whistleblower here, and I'm, I'm they they have they're adding HTG, you know, to these to these vaccines, which is a you know sterility drug that you know is tested on basically sixty three women, sixty one of those women came back in front. You know what I mean? Like that's like a like an actual thing. You know what I mean? Like you see, you know, they include Gen uh, GnRH, which is another one, um, and you know that one you know causes drops in testosterone levels and you know basically can attack you know your mitochondria DNA, including your sperm, which you know can also like a lot of these things you know kind of go back to this. Okay, wait a minute. I have somebody who is funding these 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 vaccines by you know by the boatload, and this person is always being quoted talking about population control, how important that is. Um, and then I'm hearing whistleblowers come out and tell me that you know, hey, these vaccines are are, are including certain certain compounds and you know certain um, certain elements that you know may not be beneficial to people and may also be so unnecessary. You know, like I said, you know, I, I don't want to continue to beat that dead horse, but my goodness, like the it is a 99% recovery rate. Like, what, what are we talking about here? Like, the, the flu, everybody gets vaccinated from the flu and still gets the damn flu. Like, what, what, what is the point of it if it don't work? Like, I, I don't, I don't get it. Even they're coming out saying, like, a 50% chance, and then you got to come back in a second. Then maybe be boosted up to 85%, and then you come back in. Like, I think, you know, at the end of the day, man, like, I think we can kind of realize, you know, that so much of this is, is bullshit. You see, remember how it was in Africa? Everybody was like, why isn't, why isn't, COVID going rampant in Africa. Africa, things in Africa are not eating Big Macs and, and they're not eating this, you know, the, the, the you know, the, the colonizers, you know, fast food, you know what I'm saying? That's on every corner. They're not eating that shit. You know what I'm saying? So they're, 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 they're better equipped. That's why, you know, like, man, it's, it's, it's not tearing through Africa. Like we, you know, obviously like, you know, some, some want it. Obviously. And it's not tearing through Africa like that. You know what I mean? Like, they not, they it's not. Only, it's only tearing through the places where there's, you know, big corporations, uh, with food places, you know, that's why Europe is, is got it bad. You know, uh, that's why like China got it, got it bad. And it's like, you know, like these little countries that don't like kind of just do their own thing really ain't have no issue because, you know, they just live off the land or they got their own thing. They don't really depend on, you know, the world for, you know, what's, what's going on. 
and it's uh you know it's it's a lot it's it's crazy how you know we're the most medicated country but you know they they up the charges for all the medicine is always yeah. a profit oh. and you know I'm weary when you know when they talk about legalizing like marijuana and, and all these other drugs because that's just going to be another form of of how they they'll pump up whatever they're pumping people up with now. You said you said it best, man. Because I, I tell you, I'm weary of that. Like, if if, if I don't know the, the grower, I, I'm having a hard time. <laughs> I would have a hard time with that. You know what I'm saying? Because how many things have been infiltrated? You know what I mean? How many things have you know been started off one way and then obviously you know you look up, okay, this is contaminated. This is, this is compromised too. Well, everything's goddamn compromised out here. You know what I mean? So. I think you make an excellent point, man. It's just like we got to be more vigilant. We got to, you know, they basically have, you know, got us to a point where we aren't self-sufficient in any way. You know, everything we have, we have to purchase, you know, from a corporation. You know what I'm saying? Our grocery, our food, every bit of food we get for the most part, um, it comes from some corporation. It comes from the Kroger Corporation. It comes from, you know, the Trader Joe's or the, the goddamn Publix or wherever it might be. And did you grow it yourself? Because that's where you, that's how things used to work. Um, that, that that is uh, one of the main reasons, um, you know, while, you know, we can, we can litigate a lot of things in history, but, you know, one thing is for certain, you know, we, we, we can talk about how, you know, the rural areas have just been, you know, I mean, they, they, you take black people and you, and you push them away from rural areas and you, you push them all into these inner cities and you get them away from, you know, their farm that is obviously so bad for them. Um, and, you know, you, you, you have all of them being reliant on government food, government funding, government housing. You, you got them all working these jobs that you want to work. A lot of this stuff, you know, we were looking at as positive. But in reality, what it was doing was, you know, giving up those lands, giving up these farms in, in, in exchange for, for this life, you know, where you're being controlled. You are being not only controlled, you know, in, by way of your nutrition, you're being controlled environmentally. Like, like, uh, nothing but toxins are in the air. And these, you know, the further you into cities you get, you know, what I mean, the less fresh air you get, you know, the less uh, ability you have to, you know, get out there and just get healthy, good sunlight, and just you know, be able to just breathe in, you know, healthy fumes. And then you, you're sitting here, everything you're getting is from a grocery store. You aren't growing any food anymore. We lost the ability to, you know. Have a, you know, we, we used to be at a point where we would just, you know, oh man, we, 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 we grew our own, our, our own meals and ate our meals and gave them to our family. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that is a, a, a very lost art. And some people are getting back to it. Um, but it, it is just, it, it is insane, man. We think about it, how much poison we're pumping ourselves with. And, you know, our distorted reality of what health is, is really leading us to, you know, uh, it is really leading us down a, a, a destructive path. Uh, I mean, we're, de- we're destroying our own health. I mean, we're, now we're destroying our own goddamn country, destroying our economy over, 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 over fear. It, and fear is the most powerful thing, you know, it, it, that, that is out there. It, it, it literally has a, a means of controlling so much. And, and there's so many things we do. We do things, you know, we make out so many decisions based off of fear. We're, we're fearful of our, our losing our job, fearful of, you know, somebody, you know, getting into, you know, fearful to go somewhere because, you know, oh man, you know, that's not safe. We're fearful of, you know, oh my God, I got to go to the doctor because, you know, ain't no way in hell I could, you know, you know, figure out what might be going on with me and try to, you know, actually help my system without some type of foreign, you know, man-made substance, you know, in a laboratory known as known as modern medicine. Like that, that, that is literally 
the only way we know to help ourselves. And I'm not trying to shit on, you know, doctors and all that shit all together because there's a certainly a place for that. You know, trauma, you know what I mean? Somebody gets shot, you know, you don't eat no herbs, but you need to go to the hospital. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? That is what that's for. You should not be going there for everything because when you're, that is at the end of the day, the, those, those machines and those, you know, those operating tables and, and it, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of money behind that, but that's it, it, that still, that's still corp, it's corporation, you know what I'm saying? So you go there, you get help there, okay, for that type of situation, okay, but then you, you get back to reality, you get back to your life, you get back to living how you're supposed to live, living with elements that were placed on this earth for you, just like, you know, you were placed on this earth, y- y- y'all are both, everybody's organic matter, everybody is, you know, this is the natural way of how these things, you know, were supposed to go, um, and then we start mixing inorganic with an organic you know, organism like yourself, you, you start to see adverse reactions. So, you know, I, I think, you know, just a lot of these, um, you know, a, a lot of these, uh, you know, ideas that are coming up for people, you know, people who think they just, you know, are, are, are just, you know, looking out for their best interests, you know, by, by, by doing these things that they've seen, that they're being told on the television and noticing that, oh man, you know, maybe, you know, when I get off work, you know, I have to wear this mask for nine, nine hours. I feel like, shit, why is that? I don't know why. Is it because I'm, you know, the oxygen I'm inhaling is not actually pure oxygen, and it's just, you know, the trash along, you know, with, with all the elements my body did not want as it was being pushed out. And instead of being pushed out into the air, it's being pushed out into this mask that I'm inhaling over and over again, over and over again. Most people, trash. people don't brush their teeth either, so, you know, you know that's the that's, that's issue. <laughs> this, this is true. A lot of people are using this as an excuse not to do that. Like, oh, shit, anybody smell my shit? <laughs> like, like, like that, that, that's the problem too, people. Like, we need to you need to get a hold on that, all right? Let's we'll stop, we'll stop using the mask as an excuse to, to, to not give a damn, okay? It's affecting you. You, you, you. You're breathing in toxins, uh, all types of stuff, you know? Man. It's, it's, yeah, but we can, we can talk all day about, about, you know, the vaccine. As I watch on the news, they're giving out vaccines at Grady. Oh, wow. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah, so let's go straight to the hood. Let's go straight to the inner city. Let's go right there. Yeah. Oh, of course, every major city Man, is, is getting is getting the the vaccine. You know, they're giving it to all the old and and frontline workers now. Yes. You know, just just so you know, just so they know that uh, hey, you know, uh, they're they they're getting the the medicine, even though some people aren't, but. We're not gonna get into that. It'll be it'll be a, a five hour podcast about you know the dangers of trusting your government. Yeah, man, we can do a whole whole, uh, whole show on that. <laughs> yeah, like but, show, um, yeah. Moving along because this this once was a, a sports podcast long long ago. I was listening to uh, our old episodes and back when we used to talk about sports and you know. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, that was, that was and uh, and uh, topics. Uh, shout out to Disney and Disney Plus with all the new content they got coming. Uh, but um, NBA, it start. It's, well, technically, it's starting already. Yeah, it's not officially next week, but you know, preseason is right now. Hey man, preseason is popping up. Um, it's been very interesting. Um, you know, watching. Some of these teams, you know, it's a lot of teams that I've been interested in watching. Uh, we've not talked about the offseason and a lot of the things that went on, but, you know, at least alphabetically. It was just two uh, months. <laughs> yeah. Literally, it was two months. Two, week, two months in, in a week, maybe. 
Look, man, I don't, I don't know which way you want to hit it, but I, I feel like I want to start in Atlanta. Okay. Um, you know what I mean? They're rusty. You know, they're very rusty. They, they, they're looking very rusty. It is preseason, but, you know, um, I, I do want to just kind of talk about, you know, what unfolded here. So, obviously, you go back to the NBA draft, they slate the Conway. You know, I mean, I, I, I didn't see it coming, honestly, because I, I thought they were, you know, they had Capella, they had Deadman. They made a moderate investment in Bruce Fernandez. I, I didn't expect them to go center there. But at the end of the day, I can totally see how that's the best player available. And yet, the combo is flat out stood. Um, and he's a the prototypical modern center that you would want, particularly one that you can pair with, uh, you know, a, a, a bigger guy like Clint Capella and kind of stagger them a little bit. Um, so I just kind of, or even just have, you know, him you know, as young as he is, just kind of get that torch passed to him in a couple of years. Um, you know, seeing as Capella has what, I think about two or three years left on that deal. Uh, so it's just, it's just interesting seeing how they did that and how they, in the offseason, go out and get Danilo Gallinari, who everybody was so, Oh my God, how can they, how they can fit all these players? Like, bro, he's still not the bench. It's, it's okay to have a good bench. You know, that, that is, a, that is a thing. You know, you can do that. Yeah, that's, that's how you, you, uh, you last. Yeah. <laughs> like, like this, this team had like five good players on it last year. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh my God, you know, they signed a good player. Like, like yes, you, you can do that. <laughs> that is, that, that is one of the things. Everybody doesn't have to start. You, you need a rotation of players, particularly in a COVID season where they're doing all this ridiculous testing. And, you know, I'm sure. You know, niggas is going to be testing positive left and right. I'm like, oh, this guy's going to be out for two games immediately. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to need to be deeper this year than you have been before. So you go out and get right. Bogdanovich, you know what I mean, who can play the two and, you know, you know, maybe a little bit of the one, maybe a little bit of the three. You know, he's, he's, he's a strong guy. So, you know, give you some versatility, a, a secondary playmaker to play with Trey at times, you know what I'm saying, or maybe operate, you know, in second unit sometimes, you know what I'm saying. It, 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 it gives you so many options. And you kind of can see in the preseason just what it does, just having another good basketball player next to Trey Young, what it does, um, you know what I mean, just how, how much it takes the pressure off of these guys. So, man, I, I really like the moves. Um, Solomon Hill is a good move to me. Um, I, I just like a lot of the moves, man. Rondo, obviously, Chris Dunn. Um, I mean, Chris Dunn may be one of the best. He may be the best guard defender, like the point of attack defender in the NBA. I mean, I, I think you, know, you can argue, you know, guys like Marcus Smart, um, you know, who, who also might be in that category. But, like that, like Chris Dunn is literally elite at that. He might not be the best passer, or the best shooter, you know, when it comes to the, the guard spot. But and it comes to defense, like you, you're not fucking with him. So you got some good defenders around uh, around those young guys now. You know, Reddish is obviously a stud. Andrew Hunter is improving. Um, I expect them, but big things, man. Um, I expect them not just to get to the playoffs. I don't see them. Everybody talking about eight seed. I really think they're better than eight seed. I think it's gonna be more like. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be like a four or five. I can see them being a four or five if if they click, you know. Because the thing with having all those pieces is it's like in it being a unique season finna come up because you know the bubble. The bubble is probably just gonna be a playoff only type of situation. Um, so it's you know they're gonna have to travel and go different places and. You know, it's getting that that uh, connection is going to be big, and that'll allow them to sustain, you know, the team. And you know, right now it's just it's just a lot of pieces, so they got a lot to figure out. Yeah, um, I think one of the things I noticed is the rest of the East it's it's a little bit down. So I think a lot of teams that people are just penciling in, you know, I think you know very well maybe playoff teams, but I mean, do we really know how, how good Boston's going to be? I mean, I don't – I'm not saying they're going to be terrible, but I'm just saying that, you know, we're talking about 
Kim was already hurt. Okay, we lost. We, we lose Gordon Hayward here, right? Then you know we're talking about you know okay, th- th- this is a pretty big chunk. Uh, you lose a guy like Brad Wanamaker, who you know is an underrated player, um, who was you know really uh, did a lot of work in that second unit over the past couple of years. You know you lose, you lose, you lose pieces. You look at Toronto, you losing you know obviously you losing your big man, losing Gasol, you are losing Serge Ibaka. You know what I'm saying? Like you already you lost a lot the year before. You know you keep taking these steps back. Um, you know, obviously, I think they'll still be fine. You know, I'm sure they'll, you know, I think they picked up what Alex Lynn and Aaron Bates. So those are, those are okay guys, but they're not, they're definitely downgrade. Um, and, you know, I mean, they, they were they were good last year, you know what I'm saying, with those guys, and it's not like they you know, came out of the East, you know what I mean? So just look at some of these teams, and I'm just not so sure. Milwaukee has lost a lot. They still, they still are very good, but, I mean, Giannis is, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, we're looking at a guy who, Lost a lot of the depth on his bench. I mean, yes, you got Drew Holiday now. I guess Dante DiVincenzo is going to have to, you know, white Dante. He's going to start now. <laughs> so hopefully yeah, he's good. Yeah. Um, hopefully. I mean, might, this, might be his, this might be his year. So, you know, who it, knows? It, it kind of has to be. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, so I mean, you know, obviously they, they, they got some, they got some, uh, they'll, they'll be good. You know, Budenholzer is, he's a good coach, particularly in the regular season. He's going to have a in the regular season. <laughs> Bobby Corbett might actually be be a pretty decent pickup for them. Um, I feel like he, he could potentially fit in with them. Um, so I, I don't know, man. I, I I'm just I just feel like the East isn't that strong as people making it out to be. Brooklyn is somebody I got high on. Yeah, I mean it's not about the East being strong, but it's like they they can be as weak as as they want to be. But if your team is not you know together, you'll just be as weak as the rest of them. You know, because yeah. uh, I don't think Brooklyn's going to be a strong team. Um, I got to tell you, man, I think they're going to be strong. I I, I just <laughs> – I think they're going to win games. Yeah. I don't think they're going to uh, – longevity-wise. Like, they're not going to win at all. You know, they might even go to the Eastern Conference Final. They might even go to the Finals. But, you know, it's just something – I don't know. You know, yeah. only time will tell. You know, uh, uh, Kyrie is is back. Uh, KD is back. So it's like, we'll see. Man, yeah, I think it was very big of them to keep uh, them to keep Joe Harris. I think he was a big uh, part of that. You know, having yeah. having Spence back. Um, you know, having you know, I mean, uh, you know, guys like Harris, Levert still there. You know, Jared Allen still there. You know, I, I think they got a lot. Um, to work with there, I, 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 at the end of the day, I do really do um, respect the Steve Nash as a basketball mind. I, I do kind of feel like, weirdly, I, I don't know why, but I just kind of feel like, at him as a coach is kind of. I, I feel like it's gonna work. I don't know why, but I just, I just, I kind of feel like he's one. Of, he's gonna be one of these guys who you just be like, well, damn, you know what I mean? Like he's just a, a player's coach. He's you know, just gonna like him. Um, he's gonna have him kind of playing free a lot. Um, a lot of free flowing shit. KD go do your thing. Kyrie go do your thing. Like, oh, second unit Spence, you know, run everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, kick it to shooters, do whatever you got to do. I feel like he's not gonna really. I feel like he's gonna be in a play. I mean, he's already. You see how this shit going with Kyrie? Like, I'm not talking to the media. He's like, all right, yeah. like, I'm like he's just letting these things cook. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like, hey, what, what you what you need to be comfortable? You know what I mean? And we are gonna do that. I think it's it's kind of a recipe for success. Um, 
So, I mean, I, I don't, it's, it, a lot of it's going to be dependent on health. You know what I mean? How healthy is Kyrie? How healthy is KD? You know, the Achilles? How, how, apparently, he, you know, just working out and, you know, I mean, I, he doesn't look terrible from what I've seen. Um, I'm, I'm not looking at him until I can drop 35. I'm, I'm saying he, he, he looks fine to me. So, you know, that level of KD, even if it's not the elite, uh, peak KD, just any kind of KD in the Eastern Conference, I feel like that, that's probably a trip to fun. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, look at the, the, the Heat last year. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, my, my Heat are, they're a good basketball team, but I mean, I mean, a healthy Kevin Durant, I think, gets out of the East. Kind of like a healthy LeBron would just get, even when LeBron had trash in Cleveland, it was just like, it's LeBron, he's going to get out of the East. You know what I mean? So I kind of, I kind of feel that way in a lot of ways about uh, KD. And then you give him a guy like Kyrie, you give him guys like Karis LeVert, you know, uh, you know, and you give him oof, guys like Spencer Dinwiddie. And he, I, I mean, I just feel like, I feel like it's too much. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's going to be too overwhelming. One team, you know, that is interesting as well is, is Philly. I, I think a lot of people um, mm. don't really realize the way they reshape their team around. I mean, because I wasn't really, I've never really been a big fan of Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid as a pairing, but when you put the pieces that they put around them, I mean, that is probably the best possible way that you can try to maximize that getting Apple out of there because that was a terrible idea. Um, but, you know, picking up Steph Curry, that's Steph. Yes, the other brother. brother. I mean, fits fits in perfectly. Danny Green fits in perfectly. Um, yeah. I kind of I like what they're doing, man. He's got Tyrese Max in the draft. He's still got Matisse Thibault. Um, I don't know, man. I kind of like it. I kind of like what yeah. they're doing. Stranger things that happen. Stranger things that happen. Uh, oh, um, going back to the Bucks real quick. Shout out to Giannis uh, for signing the uh, five mid, five year uh, two twenty eight. Supermax. Supermax. Yeah. Uh, when and when asked why, you know, he decided to go back instead of going to Miami, which was a you know top contender to take him. He was like, hey. You remember uh, watching when LeBron left uh, Cleveland to go to Miami and they were burning his jerseys and stuff. And he was like, hey, I'm not going to go out like that. <laughs> I, I don't want that to happen to me. Great, great reason, Giannis. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Like, you don't let that shit dictate to you. Let, so you're like that. He cares about the fans. He cares about the fans. And. I, I would respect you more if you just, you know, didn't say nothing like that. Like, I mean, I, I would just respect the, 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 the check chaser. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, this is the maximum amount of money that I can make. I'm going to make that. And I'm like, okay, that, that's all you need to say. You ain't got to say shit. You, you really don't have to say nothing to the dude. You know what I mean? Like, I, I would be okay with that. You know what I'm saying? So just, I'm hoping that's not the real, the real reason. I hope he was just saying that shit. Um, and, and, and it just didn't come out as good as it needed to come out because that really should not be the reason. <laughs> um, you're grown, man. You make your own decisions. It does not need to be, um, you know, at the behest of a bunch of random, uh, you know, lunatics who, you know, don't even know you. You know what I'm saying? Don't, are not even, you know, involved in your, your decision-making process um, who, who should not affect your, your, your day-to-day life um, in, in that manner. Um, so, you know, I mean, I think in a lot of ways, I don't really like, you know, players doing all this teaming up shit and everybody, you know, I, don't, I, don't, I think it would be whack for him to just go to Miami because, you know, we already seen LeBron do that. Like, that'd be kind of like some copycat, like, kind of shit. You know, like, bro, like, we really want to see, you know, the, the MVP go to, go to Miami. Like, okay, dog. Like, right. <laughs> like, like, come on, bro. Uh, Around the same age, too. 
you know. Yeah. It would it would be an exact, you know, reboot of the LeBron story. Right. We wanna see that shit, bro. Like we wanna just see like, you know, like some regular you know what I'm saying? We just wanna see like somebody, you know, do the thing, man. Um you know, I'm not saying you have to do that in Milwaukee, but you know, I mean, I, I just feel like I respect the decision making process. You know what I'm saying? I just like try try to try that with like the Knicks or something. Try that <laughs> with like uh, try that with like uh Orlando or like what's the off scare? Go to like uh Denver or some some uh, like just Memphis. Yeah, if you went to Memphis, that would be a different. You know. Yeah, yeah. Put the degrees on the map. You know what I mean? Like, that would be some real shit, man. I, I just kind of like that. Um, you know, I kind of like parody. I kind of like teams. Like, you know, I think that that's one of the good things about the Knicks always being terrible. It's just like it's not like oh my god, everybody's going to New York and everybody just kind of you know because thankfully they have shitty ownership, so we don't have to worry about everybody just wanting to play in New York. Either, you know what I'm saying? But you know, I guess since we got the Nets now, I guess that's kind of changed because like. Make it still like, look, I want to be with you. I'm not going to be with Knicks. So, Katie, that kind of reason is like, you know, we'll go across town. Um, <laughs> but even that in itself is cool to me. You know what I'm saying? I ain't seen the Nets like this. You know what I'm saying? Since Jason Kidd. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, let's, let's see what y'all boys got. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of want to want to see that. You know what I'm saying? I kind of like the, you know, the balance there. You know what I'm saying? I get to see different teams in the spotlight. Um, you know, I, I think that's a cool thing. So, that's one of the reasons I kind of like him staying in Milwaukee. I mean, I just, you know, I just want you to just, hey, man. Was it five years, two hundred twenty-eight million? And my nigga, that that is that. Those are you have two hundred twenty-eight million reasons. Okay, like I, I don't need to hear none of this nonsense about it. you scared somebody gonna bring your jersey, bro. Like, I, don't, I don't need to hear that. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, man, congratulations to him, dog. Um, you know, what I'm saying that's that's generational um, uh, wealth beyond imagination, man. All, all, all the all the Giannis's, all the Antetokounmpo's. How many brothers it is? Like, like three, four. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's like three or four of them. You know, uh, it's. Um, yeah, they all eating, you know. Uh, I think you know one of them is a NBA champion, so. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was uh, the Costas Antetokounmpo. You got the Nastas. I know. Um. I mean, we know we talk about the Ball Brothers, but hey, man, you know, Giannis is on some Keenan Ivory Wayne shit. Like I'm bringing, I'm putting, bringing all my all my siblings in this bitch. <laughs> like everybody, everybody, everybody all from Greece. You know, know bring them uh, to uh, America. Now, I, I, I fuck with that. You know, I fuck with putting the niggas on. That is nothing more beautiful than that. Um, but you know, shout out to that man. I, I don't know where they go from a team perspective, but I'm, I'm sure they can just take breathe a huge sigh of relief, just knowing that their their franchise is not just going to be you know left left high and dry. Um, you know, with, with no compensation. At the end of the day, even if for whatever reason he, they, he does decide to move on, you know, he's locked in. You know, they're locked in, so they're gonna they got to get some compensation back. You know what I mean? So. Um, yeah, I think that I think that's a cool a cool uh, situation, man. I, I didn't really want to see that nigga go nowhere. Uh, definitely, you know, maybe he, he'll get those pieces he needs one day. Um, but um, see that keep Drew. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, moving to the West, I mean, Lakers look good. They got they added uh Montrez uh Montrez. Uh, from the Clippers. And, uh, so it's like they they have a high chance of doing a repeat, you know, <laughs> as long as everybody stay healthy. Team <laughs> You think uh, they gonna do a repeat? 
I, 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 have, I didn't have a, a very good chance to do that. Um, I don't know if they're going to, you know, do it 100%. I mean, I, I'm very curious to see how Dennis Schroeder fits in. Um, oh, yeah. Montrez Hill is, you know, dead center, but, you know, he's more of a six man. And, you know, he's not really providing much uh, on the defensive side of the ball. Um, so, I mean, I don't really know where, you know, where they're, how they're going to look. I mean, keep KCP, which is good. Lose, uh, lose Danny Green, however. Um, you know, to Philly that we uh, just talked about. Um, you know, and obviously, you know, there were some missed shots in the bubble, but I mean, at the end of the day, I think we, most people realize, you know, how many attempts did Danny Green win? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, the, the nigga just like is a, is a magnet for that shit. He always, he always is the, the two guard on the championship team. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. So, um, you know, I, I think, you know, there, there's something to be said about that. Obviously, you know, losing guys like that, um, you know, it, it, I don't know what Dennis Schroeder is doing, but I know he wants to start. So I, I think that's it's going to be weird because, you know, LeBron is basically like, he kind of acts as a point guard, right? So, you know, he, he kind of just, like last year they started like Danny and KCP. It was like, I'm basically starting two two guards that are very good defenders and can shoot threes because I don't need a point. I don't need a small point guard on the floor. Because, you know, that's one, A, giving us a defensive advantage, uh, because we got, you know, Brown at the three, AD at the four, and things like JaVale and Dwight at the five. So we, we just got, we got solid defense everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't, I don't really know what to expect there. Um, they obviously play very deep into the bubble. You know, your, your best player is, 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 you know, up there in age. So I, I don't know if they're going to come out in the regular season like game, but they might very well win the championship, you know, obviously be there at the end. I don't know they're gonna be like a one seed this year doing that, like going hard in the regular season. Oh no, they they they're gonna definitely uh, have to come up, but they have the pieces to win, and you know, LeBron has that tenacity that most don't, you know, have. This Not he doesn't have the killer instinct, or he would have won more uh, championship. This is like a persistence. Shit. Uh, more so. It's like he'll work hard to get there, but you know, at the times that it matters, he's not going to pull the trigger. The end stuff. It's just, you know. Yeah. I think, um, you know, he's always looking to pass with the game on the line. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I think, you know, a guy like Schroeder is, is kind of a gunner. You know what I'm saying? So maybe, those, maybe those personalities are mesh a little bit. Um, I was actually thinking about him being a target of theirs when he was in Cleveland. Um, you know, I felt like he would have been, that, that would have been a good, a good match to me. Um, giving LeBron like a punch like that off the bench where he can kind of sit down and just be like, all right, let somebody else get some buckets right now. I can, I can rest up, you know, you know, recharge himself, get my back going, you know, stretched out, you know what I'm saying? And that's what, that's what Schroeder can do for you, you know, as he's coming off the bench, you know, just lighting things up, giving the buckets. Um, so, you know, I, I think it could, this could work out, uh, could work out well. Um, but, I don't know, man. I do still think the Clippers are a problem. Uh, I think the Clippers would be back and better um, now with Ty than they were with Doc. I, I don't know if those pieces really fit well with Doc um, and his his, his uh, mentality, how he coaches the team. You know, he kind of always had that. You know, you saw like the, the quotes from uh, PG basically come by. He was using him as you know coming out pin downs and you know uh, you know basically using him as a shooter. You know, because you know you know that's Doc's you know. Uh, Coaching strategy. He had that, you know, he was always, always JJ Reddick coming off the screens with the Clippers. You know what I'm saying? It was always, you know, uh, Ray Allen coming off the screens with the Celtics. You know what I'm saying? Like he always had this guy doing that job. Um, but, you know, this is kind of a different team. So you kind of got to adjust your team to your, your players you have. So, you know, while I have a lot of, um, you know, a lot of thoughts on, on Doc Rivers and his relationship or, uh, 
with with Paul George and, and a lot of the uh, you know the history that they have, you know, and, and you know even coaching this thing in the first place, uh, and, and that's like the guys in every day in practice. You know that that is you know a, a, a legitimate gripe in my opinion as far as how he was being utilized. I don't think he was being utilized right uh, at all. So I think they might be a lot better off this year. Uh, the Clippers will, um, you know, just with a, with a different, uh, you know, with a different uh, situation, different coaching there, different uh, different strategy. That's true. That is very true. Um, uh, I mean, the West after after that, the West is kind of like whatever. Uh, Warriors. Ah, uh, I mean, Steph is back, but uh, Steph is not complete without Clay, and you know, I don't know if Clay is going to be back after that one. You know, just to be honest, that was that was kind of a a re-injury, a bad re-injury. But uh, we'll see. Maybe Wiseman will be a good pick for them, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think he might be good with that. Um, you know, um, playing with Draymond, I think Draymond's going to have this. I think Draymond's going to turn him into a defensive monster very quickly. Um, yeah. Gravity that Steph provides on offense is going to really set him up in a lot of advantageous role situations, rolling to the basket. Um, I think he's going to have a lot of, uh, you know, he's going to be able to use his verticality and really finish a lot at the rim. I don't think they're going to have him experimenting a lot away from away from the basket. I don't think they're trying to have him shoot a lot of jump shots. Uh, but you know, they might. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they'll maybe let him you know dabble in the mid range for now. But um, yeah, I think he's going to be very good. Uh, I think he's going to make a lot of rookie mistakes. Um, but you know, I, I think it'll be good, man. Uh, Andrew Wiggins is, you know, he's going to do something, man. Him and uh, I guess, you know, Kelly Oubre is probably going to be uh, playing a lot at the three. I think that was a very good pickup for him. I don't know if I would spend that much money on Kelly Oubre, uh, based off of you know the money money he's making uh, commiserate to their tax bill and how much it actually costs them to pay him. Uh, that that is that's a tough pill for me to swallow, man. If I see Clay not coming, I'm like, look, am I really about to keep dipping into this tax to make this team quote unquote competitive, or am I just going to um, you know, not just throw money down the drain. So, I mean, shout out to Bob Myers, you know what I'm saying? But, like, that, that luxury tax bill for a team that ain't about to win a championship, that, that's, I don't know, man. I, I don't know if that's something I would do. Mm, let's see. Hey, when you have money, you know, you know, it ain't, it ain't uh, tricking if you got it, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, like I said, everybody else in the West kind of like, Whatever, biggest news Wes is with uh you know the Rockets. Rockets lost Westbrook, uh traded him for John Wall, um, which is also a shocker uh, to the Wizards, uh, and um now James Harden wants to leave, yeah, and he kind of went on a, like a. Pre preseason tour, you know, not re- not reporting to camp and you know training in quotes in Atlanta and Vegas. So then he came back to camp. Looked like he, he gained a little bit of weight in these last couple of months. You know, enjoying life, and he's still ready to go. Yeah, I um, James is uh, James is wild. Uh, <laughs> Um, this this whole situation is, is, is weird. Um, 
apparently he, he turned down a two-year uh, max uh, situation uh, that would basically have had him um, being paid, being the highest-paid player in the history of the NBA for the next two years. Um, he has turned that down apparently because he wants out so bad. Um, I just don't know what the hell would make me at all consider leaving a place that is willing to pay me basically fifty million dollars a year. Something nobody's yeah, like, like fifty one or something. It was it was a little change on that. Like what in the hell is this little thing? Like I, I, basically, if we're talking about what the reporting was out there, which was that he <laughs> he allegedly was doing this because his owner Tillman Petita is a Trump supporter. I just gotta tell you, man, like it's it's bigger fights to to have for less. I gotta I tell mean, you, that. <laughs> it's like, what he, I said earlier: it's sides, man. You know, it's gang, gang, gang. Like you let poli- these these let these faux politics get in between you and like. Un- un- unbelievable wealth that you can leave your family. Like, just think about what. Okay, I just want just think about this. Okay, think about how many people in America cash a check that was probably signed by a Republican. Let's, let's, let's think about that for a second. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, let's, let's, let's look at that for a second. Like, and and just really think about like how invested we are in the owner of our company's politics that <laughs> we would literally turn something like that for what? To, to go play for a, a more progressive owner? Like, I, like I, I don't get it. Like, I mean, are you are you going to Mark Cuban's house? Is that where you're going? Because, I mean, Ooh, I, I, I mean, that's, that would be interesting, actually. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Luka? I, yeah, like, that's, that's kind of, uh, well, I mean, I, I don't see it actually happen, but, you know, mm-hmm. I think the weird thing is, he, everybody keeps talking about Philly, but you know, the Sixers owner is like, you know, a Trump supporter. So, like, that, that right. don't really make sense. Like, I, I don't really, um, you know, I, I think it's just kind of weird, man. Um, you know, a lot of these uh, NBA owners are, are capitalists, you know, a lot of those capitalists, you know, are, are very much, you know, um, you know, not all of them, you know, obviously, you know, a lot of the NBA is, is, is a lot a lot of left wing there, but, you know, I, I think that's just kind of an unwinnable fight there. I think, you know, you, you get your check and you know, you worry about the rest later, you know? I mean, I would, you know, hey, sign a trade, my nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, give me my check. I'm going to get, I, I'll sign this with you, you know what I'm saying? But hey, still look for me a trade, you know what I mean? But I'm locked in for these two. Uh, so I'm like, okay, that, that probably would work. Cause he, 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 they they want his assurance that he's going to stay. But still, man, at the end of the day, man, it's, it's just really, um, it's a really odd decision. And even this whole, you know, situation he has of trying to get out so bad and, it just doesn't make a lot of sense because the only team we keep hearing is Philly, and I just don't, I don't see it happening. Mainly because why the hell would Philly trade? I'm sorry, why the hell would Houston want Ben Simmons when they just traded for John Wall? Like those, those two, that's a worse fit than Joel and fucking uh, Ben. Like that's the two point guards. That don't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Even though, you know, they they might. I, I, I can't. I feel like I remember there being something there. Yeah, I, I just, it's like I feel like there was some beef there. And I mean, it, you can just say, I'm going to get Ben and then move John out of John Wall. And John Wall was already an untradeable contract, quote unquote. I'm the only reason they really, he was able to be traded was because they traded him for another, quote unquote, untradeable contract in Russell Westbrook. So, you know, I mean, it's just, um, yeah, I think all of this is a pipe dream. I don't think, I think he needs to get his ass comfortable in Houston 
Uh, you know, you know, call call John Wall, call Boogie, but and, and y'all get y'all shit together, right? Because I think they can actually be good. Like John Wall and Boogie are, are not looking bad, bro. Like they just they looking kind of straight, bro. With EG and PJ Tucker, and, but they they got players, bro. Like I, I think they need to run that shit back. Um, you know, you ain't got D'Antoni in there no more. You know, you can kind of play a little more defense. You can kind of play a little, little different. Um, I don't know. I, I don't really see. When you have an MVP caliber player, it's very hard to get comparable compensation in a trade. Like it's very difficult to do that. That's true. I mean, NBA is very tit for tat. That's what makes it, you know, uh, much different than than an NBA trade. I mean, NFL trade, because you know, when you take on a trade in the NBA, you are essentially taking on guaranteed money <laughs> that you got to pay yeah. somebody. Yeah. Guaranteed. No matter what. Like, so if, if this dude, like James Harden, who signed, what was that, that contract? Was it, uh, it was like six years, 276 or something? Or it was, it was a, it was a big contract. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's been some like these super max extensions, man. They are they're very lucrative, you know what I mean? And I don't I don't really see you'd have a hell of a time convincing me not to take a super max wherever the hell I was. Super max incentivizes you to stay in the smaller market. That's what the whole point of it was. You definitely seem to work with Yanni. Um, but you know, it's incentivizing that, you know, because they want the small market teams to have a fighting chance in free agency. And I think that incentive is just so I don't know the conversion, you know, as far as, you know, taxes and, and you know, state of Wisconsin versus, you know, the, um, I guess, no income tax, state income tax in Florida, but I don't know, man. Five-year max, I mean, I, I feel like sometimes you got to, we talk LeBron stuff all day, but sometimes you got to you gotta go with the mellow mindset. <laughs> like, give me all my money Pay now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Pay me right now. And y'all can figure out the logistics in, on the back end. You're talking about Melo and his deal he got with Portland now. Look, Melo is good. <laughs> like, yeah, like Melo, Melo, Melo got paid already. Right now, he's just trying to win a chip. Now <laughs> it's like, all right, I'm I'm on a team that we got a chance, you know, to to actually win this thing. So, you know, let Melo me just... last year he was making like thirty million dollars. Probably wasn't worth half of that, you know, as far as the player he was at that at that point. But you just think about it, man, this man made $30 million a year. Like, like I signed this shit five years ago when I was in my prime. You know what I mean? Now I got a $30 million a year. You know what I'm saying? Just being a bench player. That, it's just the craziest thing. Exactly. And, like, you know, look out for your, for your future, man. So. Now, that's the, I mean, and that's the the uh, the theme of, of, of this show, of this episode, you know. No one's going to save you. You got to save yourself. Got to. Got to, you know. So, um, yeah, man. Anything else, else on the NBA? Um, no, man. I mean, I think, you know, it's just going to be a wild season, man. Just ready to get this thing popped off, man. Um, it is, uh, I would say, a long time coming. It's a long time coming for somebody who hasn't seen a team in a while, but actually the bubble just happened, so I guess it ain't that. Um, yeah, like, <laughs> literally, literally was two and a half months ago. So, so yeah, man, happy is back, man. And, uh, you know, 
we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes, man. We're going to be obviously keeping y'all up to date, you know, every step of the way, you know what I'm saying, right here. But, um, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and NFL, uh, just really quickly, don't have to even touch on it. They're making it, you know, they're making it just fine. They, uh, I feel like they're going to finish the season strong. And then, you know, then they'll let us know all the the uh, the effects that happen afterwards. <laughs> because, hey, I don't care if you catch the flu or whatever, get sick, the cold. There's no way you're coming back in a week from having, you know, being sick. Man, it's so funny, man. I think the funniest thing to me is like watching the NFL game, watching these niggas just like tackle each other and bleed and sweat all over the place. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know, just that most contact game of all time. And then like after the game, like walking, you know, with the mask on around each other. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh man, you know, all that, all that, you know, uh, you know, all, all that, all that tackling and all that, you know what I'm saying? Like literal, uh, you know, as physical as possible with this player and with this person, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, okay, but, you know, hey, we're on the sidelines now. Even though I just played a whole half of football, you know what I'm saying? Let me put this mask on next to the player who I was just literally sweating on and it's in the huddle, um, you know, while I'm on the sideline. It's just like the weirdest, the weirdest dichotomy I like, like ever, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, like, you know, this is cool, but this ain't, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, 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 it's so weird, man. Like, I, I don't, I don't really understand um, the science of that shit, but that, that's just probably like the funniest, the funniest part of the NFL season. But you know, I, like you said, man, I don't think it's going to be. Um, you know, we, we kind of said it, man. We kind of felt like they were going to, you know, basically be okay here and, um, you know, uh, do whatever it takes to, you know, finish the season, man. It, it's too much money on the line, man. You know, they <laughs> these billionaires, they, they ain't going for it, man. They look, we'll play a Tuesday. They will play a Wednesday. They, they ain't give a damn. Like, like, hey, you can have happy players out here, right? We still playing this book. Like, it, it, it didn't matter, bro. Because <laughs> like, uh, like we said earlier, the you know, during this time, the rich is getting richer. Yep. And the poor is, you know, helping the rich get richer. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> no doubt, man. It's that, it's that constant wheel we're on, man. It's this constant rat race. Um. So, yeah, man. I mean, we're seeing like a lot of these modern uh, mom and pop shops uh, close down and Amazon keeps growing, you know what I'm saying? Amazon's hiring more, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, 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 it's crazy out here, man. The post office can barely deliver packages. But <laughs> Amazon got, you know, they get you your stuff in two days or less. Because yeah. they got their own fleet of trucks now. Good, man, that shit, that prime shit took over the world, man. Everybody wanted their shit fast. Um, so, you know, it's just kind of... We were a society that, that, that craves convenience, you know, um, over a lot of other things. So, you know, we're, as, they, they're able to specialize in convenience, you know, because of the resources that they have. That's why Walmart has, you know, been around for so long, you know, a one stop shop, you know, that's why, you know, a lot of these places have been doing what they've been doing, but a lot of the small businesses who might specialize in one particular area, you know, they, they've kind of been marginalized by a lot of this stuff, you know, it's not, you know, they a lot of drive up the traffic. A lot of drive up a lot of different things. So, yeah, man, uh, it's uh, it, it's, it's it's weird, man, how how this is uh, this is affecting a lot of towns uh, around around the nation. So, 
Disney yeah. is doing just fine. Did you hear? Yeah, uh, fine. Did you hear about that that little announcement? You know, all the the Marvel and Star Wars and Pixar shows they're dropping on Disney Plus. Oh wow! So they're they're dropping more um more content. Yeah, apparently they're gonna have uh they're gonna have what uh Iron Armor Wars with Don Chino. Uh, basically, you know, Tony Stark, uh, armor has gotten into the wrong hands and Don Chino has to prevent it with the war machine. And, you know, when I, I saw that story and I was like, oh, Don Chino's going to be the star of it. I couldn't help but to think, damn, Terrence Howard, you really, really, uh-huh. really, really dropped the bag on that one. That was a big fumble, man. Um, you know, I, I've heard various things. You know, I remember originally hearing that it was, uh, you know, contract related. Um, then, you know, more recently hearing that it was uh, more about, I guess, uh, you know, a case he caught. Um, I think it was like a domestic violence case. Um, you know uh, what I'm saying? So, yeah. So I, I don't know which one, but I'm, I'm, I'm more compelled to believe the more recent story I heard, which is, is that was the case, that, that was the, the cause of it, because. You know, obviously because it's Disney, because it's, you know, it, it was a lot of, you know, those those situations are very tough to deal with, you know, because, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, and, and, and if, I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe he did actually admit to, to, to what, what went down. Um, so, you know, it's just, you know, it, it's a tough situation. So, I mean, I, I get it, but when I tell you, I was watching Iron Man 1, probably not too long, but it was during the pandemic, um, watching it, and I'm just like, watching him look at that soon and just like, Next time, baby. Like, damn, we didn't get to see that shit. I can't believe we didn't get to see that. I can't believe we never saw that shit. Never saw the next time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. I'm just thinking about, like, if that was Terrence Howard in, like, all these movies. Like, how, how yeah, crazy. And that, Avengers that and Age of Ultron and all these, yeah. you know, Iron Man. Jokes. Too. The jokes that would have been great. I mean, John, Don Chico has done a good job. Don't get me wrong. It's kind of like... Uh, Mark Ruffalo, how he's done a good job as a Hulk, even though I just feel like Edward Norton was just, you know, a, a, an incredible actor. So who knows how that could have gone? He was, yeah, he was a big head to people. Yeah, I mean, and I, I, I can see it. You know, what I'm saying, I mean, he, he kind of, you know, I, I can totally see that. Um, uh, he, is, he is an incredible actor. So I mean, I, I get it. Um, but you know, if that's the case, then it may, it may not have worked. And I don't know if he has, is as comedic as Ruffalo is. He kind of, he kind of provides a lot more like comic relief. And Edward Norton is kind of more of a serious actor. If you look at that original, yeah, Hulk like movie, he was he was he was Bruce Banner. He was he yeah. was tortured, you know, you know. And then when he came to the Hulk, and it was like it was a release. So it was like right. that was that was the best uh, example of that. Uh, also on the Disney list, they got you know uh, Miss Marvel. They announced Black Panther two, but the, you know it's not gonna have. They're not recasting Chadwick, um, so he he's forever Black Panther. I guess uh, they. I mean, they they trying to recast Shuri after the after the, the, the tweet oh, yeah. she had. Few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah uh, so you know we, we don't we don't want to go back into that into that topic. We, we litigated that for the first hour, I believe. But you know, I, I you know basically her you know challenging people to think for themselves and you know you know how these liberals are. 
So, um, yeah, man, it's, it's crazy, dog. Um, hopefully she continues that, you know, she keeps that job because I do think she's a, does a good job with that character. I think there's a lot of ways they can go with it. Um, but, you know, I, I think, you know, if it is Ryan Coogler, I think he'll, he'll find a way to make it, uh, make it, uh, pretty good. So, you well, know, I mean, while, uh, and it'll probably be something like you won't find out who Black Panther is until the end of the movie. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think um, a lot of people, I think I was seeing somewhere, um, you know, it's a, I'm trying to think of the character's name, and, and I'm, I'm struggling, um, but it's a woman who, like, she has the ability to, like, bring people back from the dead, and I believe, like, in the comics, she had a thing with Killmonger, right? Um, so oh, I've, heard, I've heard that, I've heard that floated out there, um, you know what I'm saying? But, like, it's just, like, it, I don't, I, it ain't no, like, reporting on that shit, it's just, like, some shit I heard. Um, right, yeah. You know, for people who just really are into the to the comic uh, life like that, you know what I'm saying? So, mm, just you know, like I, I just, the Spider Man Three stuff, we'll talk about in just a second. Oh yeah, 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 man. I, I, yeah, man. I, I I think you know they got a lot of ways they can go with this thing, man. Hopefully, the movies will be back open. I guess at that point, whenever they decide to to, to, to drop this stuff. Um, yeah, <laughs> right we didn't talk about how HBO Max, you know, uh, yeah. dropping movies at the same time as. Uh, as uh, you know, the theaters. Everybody ain't happy about that, man. Especially the theaters want to charge three dollars for their movies now. They better. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I don't know when the movie's gonna be open, because you know, truthfully, it just it's just uh, trying times, you know. Some of them going bankrupt. Yeah. You know. So, I mean, I don't know, man. And it's crazy. A lot of theaters make most of their money off of concessions because, like, a lot of their ticket prices going straight to, you know, the companies, you know, film companies and shit. So, they're getting a lot of that, most of that door price. So, the theaters themselves are basically raking their money. I mean, that's why they charge so damn much for their popcorn and for that, that soda and all that shit is to cover all that overhead and they, they, they payroll and shit. So, I don't know, man. Um, it, a lot of businesses are crumbling just because a lot of people, um, you know, who are these political pundits don't seem to understand business, um, you know, or, or don't want to or care to explain it, um, you know, and, and, and raising expenses of business owners and their businesses are going under. So it, um, you know, it, it's just, um, it, it is crazy, man. Um, so, you know, it, I, I, as somebody who does enjoy to see a movie every now and then, you know, it would be nice if that is back to normal next year. But obviously that is, uh, that will be yet to be seen until then, you know, at the drive-in theater does seem to be a pretty good jug right now, a good, good spot. So, you know, if you have one in your uh, community, maybe, maybe patronize that. You know yeah, you know, help these, help these movie, you know, movie theaters out, you know, because it's all about helping the economy out. Uh, but yeah, uh, they got the blacks, the black iron man, well, black iron part or whatever. Basically, it was a, it was a comic recently, the last couple of years. You know, Tony Stark died. Uh, you know, this black girl from Chicago, uh, who was a fan, built her own armor and then started becoming Iron Man. So they're gonna do a series off of that. Uh wow. so you know, they, that should be interesting. Um Yeah, man. Um that that, that is very interesting. Um Yeah, I uh it's gonna be interesting to see how they unfold with all the, the Stark technology and how he, um, his character 
remains, I guess, in, in a lot of ways, still an integral part, even though he's gone. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. He'll probably, he'll probably lend his voice or something. Probably, right? I mean, yeah, he'll probably lend his voice. Like, he'll be an AI or something like that. Something, you know, something light that he can do. That you don't have to, uh, you don't have to act for real, for real. Um, yeah, um, Spider-Man 3, we're supposed to be having everybody in the movie, everybody from every Spider-Man ever, ever, <laughs> in there, Jimmy Fox, you know, Odoo from the second one, um, they even talking about William Defoe might be in there, that's great, Doc, 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 yeah, Doc, Green Doc, um, Green Goblin. Wow. Yeah, that's gonna be good, man. I'm I'm uh yeah, I mean I'm ready to say I mean the, the Sony uh, the contract situation, I mean however they did it, they seem to have worked it out. I still don't know if that was for publicity or if that was a real dispute, but either way it worked, I think it drummed up enough even more uh, interest in it. Um but bro, yeah, I think that's gonna that's gonna be a good look. Um, I don't uh, apparently they're saying there are rumors also that Captain America would be able to kinda Still, you know, come through as like the, the time travel and cap or whatever. Like, apparently, that's like a, a thing, also, like him being able to, you know, be that version of himself. Um, yeah, I, th- I, I don't know exactly the ins and outs of that, but, you know, that's also another piece here um, that people are talking about moving forward. So, I don't know, man. It, it's, um, yeah, it, it's going to be a, a lot of ways it can go with this, man. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see it, man. I guess, you know, see what Disney has up their sleeve. <laughs> Yeah, man. Oh, man. Shout out to all the black content. Yeah, man. No doubt. No doubt. A lot of black content creators, man. Shout out to y'all. Uh, you know, we, uh, we definitely like to try to highlight that, uh, you know, as best we can. So. Mm. All right. Lastly, you know, haven't did it in a while, but you know, I'm going to put you on the spot. You got you got a, a herb for these people? Uh, herb. So, yeah. So that. Um, it's a good, good thing you brought that up. Um, I think one that I want to probably highlight um, is Mulian, Um, and that's going to be uh, M-U-L-L-E-I-N. Um, you know, they are very commonly used for respiratory complaints, so obviously there are a lot of people concerned about, you know, adverse respiratory elements these days, um, you know, pretty much all year. Um, so, you know, I just want people to be aware of that. You know, it has a very soothing, hydrating effect on the lungs, and it you know, contains uh, saponins that loosen, you know, mucus. So a lot of those, um, a lot of what that, this thing is, is, you know, mucus, you know, drying in that respiratory system um, and, you know, you know, causing, uh, you know, adverse, uh, you know, lung reactions, causing people not be able to breathe, things of that nature. Um, so, you know, this is, um, and, you know, William is actually, you know, it's used for not just that, but um, can be used for that, obviously, but uh, it's used for asthma over the years as well, um, COPD as well. Um, you know, that can, it has, it's been helpful in the past for, for colds and coughs, uh, particularly dry coughs. And, you know, um, you know, those, the flowers of the plant itself, they're used to make ear drops, uh, to soothe ear aches. Um, and, you know, the, the root of the plant, you know, can be used for, you know, lower back pain and inflammation. So, you know, it's a, it's very versatile. Um, and it's a lot of different ways you can take it. You can take it in, in, in the form of a tea, you can take it in a tincture form. Um, but it's another one of these, um, to add to your, um, you know, uh, novel virus uh, war cabinet uh, because it, it, it is definitely something that 
Um, you know, it is, it's very helpful if, for that. So, you know, it's just something to keep in mind. You know, we mentioned a few of them on on the show, but, you know, I think um, strengthening the immune system is, is of utmost importance to me. You have these herbs that are able to do that. You want to take advantage. So, you know, and, and I want people to, you know, obviously, uh, you know, take advantage of detoxing your body as well because your body has a lot, a lot, of, uh, lot of toxins that are built up in it. And, and it, it is about the most important, especially now, to kind of, you know, flush that stuff from your system, um, you know, and, and, and be able to kind of, uh, you know, rejuvenate the system in in, in, a, in, a, in a very impactful way, getting the iron and everything that your body needs after that uh, detox. You know, a lot of people are trying to uh, come at Lizzo for detoxing her body, trying to get healthy in the midst of, 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 of this virus, which is the craziest thing in, my, in the world. Like, how you going to be trying to get healthy? Let, let the girl get healthy, man. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> like, do her thing, you know. It's crazy, uh, but yeah, man, it, it's just it's, it's wild, man. So just yeah, just try to take care of yourself, man. And, and you know, it, it, it's, if, if we can't keep buying into you know a lot of these misconceptions, and you know, we, we got to try to be as healthy as possible. You know, in, in the Western world, the definition of health, you know, we, we have to realize that that isn't the definition of health. You know, what I'm saying we got to, you know, we got to change the way we think about it, change the way we think about health, and, and realize what's really and really get to the root of these problems. And, and once we have done that, to try to you know sustain ourselves, uh, you know, in, in a way to where we don't have to uh, have our bodies get back to that adverse acidic state. Most definitely, uh, I definitely agree. Um, yeah, just take time, man. Take time to uh, take care of yourself, because you know no one can save you but yourself. And uh, I think that's the show, man. I think that's the show. Uh, peace and love, you know. Take care of yourself, and we'll be back when we be back. Yeah.